Wild action amongst the markets today. News on a Robinhood IPO and is Zoom a buy? This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. My, oh my, what a wild day across, honestly, all the indexes, across all the markets, insane action uh, today. So this morning, it looked bleak. Pretty much up until lunchtime, the market was absolutely selling off and it looked like there was no end in stop as the 10-year treasury yield continued to move higher. If you take a look, the 10-year treasury yield jumped all the way up to at one point, 1.62%, which um, in turn led the market much lower. But all of a sudden, I would say, yeah, about lunchtime, we got this massive turnaround. It seems stuff was bottoming out. And then indices just absolutely ripped higher. If you take a look, the Dow Jones finished up 572 points. NASDAQ finished up 196 points. The S&P 500 up 73 points. The Rust 2K up 44 points. A solid bounce off of the lows um, from this correction that we have been seeing. If you take a look at the NASDAQ, it finished the day um, with a one-month return of negative 6.65%. At one point, I know it was darn near uh, down 10% at one point. So a huge reversal here off of the bottom. Could this be the bottom or simply a dead cat prior to more downside? Who knows? But definitely a solid day and a solid bounce back off of continual selling. Now, if we take a look at the overall, um, I would say, Outlook for the United States at the moment, the pandemic, how it is affecting the economy. The economy is coming back strongly. Um, not only that, but COVID cases hitting record lows, at least in within the past six months. They are absolutely dropping through the floor. Vaccines are being quickly rolled out at this point. So definitely solid stuff happening there. Um, and then on top of that, we also have a stimulus package currently sitting in Congress. The Senate is making, you know, doing a lot of negotiating on this package. I personally don't think the country needs it. I think we're going to come back just fine. I fear that if we pass this package and our country continues to print even more, that inflation it will only encourage inflation further um, and therefore lead the markets lower. It could be a sell-side catalyst. Who knows? It'll be interesting to see what happens there. But that's what's going on really when it comes to government and the overall U.S. economy at the moment but big analyst calls across the street today we had a few we see an upgrade for oracle to overweight from equal weight by barclays we see can accord upgrading boeing one of my favorite picks it is in my portfolio full disclaimer i you know and they pretty much noted excellent stuff is on the way boeing is working stuff out um and they've gotten a lot of this you know issues behind them they have a lot further to go but it's definitely a solid comeback play in my opinion um and apparently can accord does as well now we also got a truce uh I would say call here uh, named Booking Holdings, Expedia, and TripAdvisor as favorite ideas um, for the year. I like it. I was saying a few episodes ago, you know, the travel industry is also going digital um, in a lot of companies such as Booking Holdings, Expedia, and TripAdvisor are likely going to do quite well after the pandemic is over. I am of the belief that uh, the country is going to see a pent up in travel after the pandemic is all the way through. And therefore, these names such as Booking Holdings, Expedia, TripAdvisor are going to see all also major jumps. Um, and in turn, that travel boom also on a secondary basis is going to help names related to the air industry, such as Boeing. Um, so it's definitely all something to pay attention to. But 
wild action throughout the markets today. All on rising yields, all on inflation fears. Fed Chair Powell coming out uh, just a few days ago, yesterday, I believe, and he pretty, you know, he pretty much noted, you know, guys, uh, inflation is somewhat of a worry. Um, he noted that it could uh, go up. We could see further inflation from here, not an insane amount, but some. Um, he, he his notes on inflation sounded almost some like somewhat like he was backtracking his previous comments where he said we aren't worried about inflation. Now the Fed is focusing on inflation as well, um, which isn't surprising to me. Uh, you know, we talked about on the show here. Um, you, you know, we all listened. We we all came to a conclusion that the Fed wasn't telling the whole story. I said that it very much seems somewhat like an 07, 08, 09 occurrence where the government at first was saying there's nothing wrong, this isn't happening, and then thereafter um, they came out and said, okay, we're a little bit worried about this now, and then it turned into a disaster. Now, I don't think that this is on the scale of 07, 08, 09. It wasn't even the same issue. Um, It wasn't even the same topic. Inflation wasn't the topic, but... Inflation being the topic now, I think the Fed was somewhat holding back. I think they feared exactly what has happened in the past few days, a sell-off on the fear of inflation. And I think that's what we're seeing. Um, And whether we continue to sell off even after the day is possible, in my opinion. As I said, none of the indexes are down more than 10%. And I think that's why the market is so volatile. We do not yet have a direction determined to continue. Now, another issue that we have is a lot of people are on margin. Margin use was at all-time highs prior to this. So as the crash, you know, as the sell-off accelerates, um, more people are going to be forced to sell because, you know, margin, uh, they're using a lot of margin. They're way levered up. And they're eventually going to get margin called and they are going to have to pay back because, you know, at the end of the day, they lost on the trade um, and they're going to have to sell to preserve capital and pay back their margin. And obviously that's what occurs in a crash. At first in a sell-off, what you see is the typical selling and then it accelerates. Instead, Then it starts to dig into the margin, the levered up positions and those levered up positions and the margin positions need to be sold because they're being called in because the market is continuing to sell off, hitting the stops and Therefore, then you just get continuous selling until a lot of the, you know, margin issues are out of the way. Now, I don't believe they're fully out of the way yet. I think we could have more downside. And why do I think this? Well, like I said, on the one month, the market's only down 6.76% on the NASDAQ. The Dow Jones isn't even down, I believe, a 4%. In fact, it's up on the month 1.12%. And the S&P 500 is down 1.15%, hardly anything. Um, All the while, the rest 2K also hardly down anything, only down 1.84% on the month. That's pretty much nothing um, in comparison to what we have seen. So, you know, I take a look at the six-month and the Dow Jones Industrial, and this just seems like a normal sell-off. Still, um, if the market wants to continue to move higher, I would like to see another green day in which we go up over, I would say, the 31,800 mark or the 31,600 mark. Um, And that would mark to me that the market could be back into an uptrend and going back into its previous trend. Now, as for the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ has been harder hit. It seemed to bounce off of of a support right around 12,800 right in there um, within the range, give or take a few hundred points either direction. It seemed to bounce right within that range, right around 12,800 at a support at a previous location where it went flat for a little bit, dipped, came back up, hit it, bounced back down. 
Um, and then it, you know, at the end of the day, we are meeting supports now on the NASDAQ and we could be seeing a bounce here. Now, previously we did see a bounce um, just last week. Uh, we also saw a very similar bounce, much bigger, but a similar bounce. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the market does next week. If inflation continues, if inflation fears continue, if the yields continue to move higher, then the market is probably going to likely continue to sell off. That is the story of the town right now. The market is angry that yields are moving higher. And as long as the market's are angry, frustrated with rising yields um, and with inflation, well, they're probably going to continue to sell off. Now, as for Robinhood, um, we have to, I just wanted to touch on this because Robinhood, a lot of people use Robinhood and not only do they use Robinhood, but you can clearly tell that a huge majority of people throughout the country are going to Robinhood as the first investment source, making them a huge company. And therefore, the news on an IPO could be huge. It'll be interesting to see, by the way, how IPOs do this year. But taking a look at the Robinhood IPO details, according to CNBC, Robinhood has selected the NASDAQ for its IPO, but the date is still unknown given that the company has not officially fi filed papers to go public. So I am very excited to see any further news on that. But Robinhood IPO is definitely one to keep on your radar. It could be a big one um, and it could present an opportunity if they IPO in a down market, which I doubt will happen. But if they do, something to pay attention to. Now, I want to shift into a name that has absolutely been getting sold off like crazy and not for much of a good reason. And this one is Zoom. Now, if you take a look at the six month chart of Zoom, it is way off highs of 568. In fact, if you take a look at its key stats, it on a year to date basis, yes, is up 169%. On the month, on the one month, it is down 19.58%. It's down 17.7% on the three-month, way off its highs. Um, so is it a buy? Well, we're going to dig into the numbers. So if you don't know what Zoom is, Zoom Video Communications, otherwise known as ticker sign ZM, is a major digital communications platform and which allows users to connect through live voice and video communication. Zoom is used pretty much all over when it comes to digital communication at this point. It's used at universities. It's used at schools. It's used in businesses um, all over. It's used by huge corporations. CRM is a big Zoom customer. It is used by nearly everyone um, when it comes to mass digital communications for work, school, you know, all of those things, all of those situations. Now, taking a look at the stock itself, Zoom has been quite volatile of late. While the stock is down 17%, as I noted, in the past three months, it's also rallied 190% at one point, now 169% on the one year, which leaves investors wondering, is it still a buy? Is Zoom a buy, even though it's run this far and still on the moving to the downside after a huge run. Well, digging into the numbers, Zoom beat Q4 estimates with an EPS of $1.22, much better than the analyst consensus EPS estimate of $0.79. Cents. Now, on a year-over-year -year basis, EPS improved by 713.33%. Solid stuff there when it comes to EPS. Revenues, also excellent. If you take a look at revenues, Revenues increased by 369% on a year-over-year -year basis. That's $882.5 million in revenues. Now, given Q4's strong results, Zoom finished the year with $2.6514 billion in revenues, and that also represents on a full-year um, 2020 year-over-year -year basis a 326% increase in revenues throughout full year 2020. Insane numbers there, just in revenue and EPS. Now, shifting into income, Zoom Video reported a strong Q4 GAAP income 
from operations level of $256.1 million. That represents a strong 2,327% jump alone in operating income throughout the quarter. Now, as for FY 2021, GAAP operating income totaled $359.8 million. Bonkers there also, because guess what? That represents a 5,097% increase in operating income full year 2021. That's insane. Insane numbers there. Um, So in full year 2021, we saw an increase in revenues of 326%, an increase in operating income of 5,097%, and an increase in Q4 2021 EPS of 713.33%. Those don't sound like sell-side numbers to me. Now, when it comes to margins, Zoom reported a Q4 2021 operating margin of 29% on a GAAP basis and 40.9% on a non-GAP basis. Solid stuff there. Now, net income improved significantly as well with Q4 GAAP net income totaling $260.4 million, much better than the Q4 2020 net income level of $15.3 million. Now, shifting in the cash flows, those also weren't bad. Um, Zoom reported a cash provided by operating activities of $399.4 million, much better than the t- same time level from 2020 of $36.6 million um, in Q4. And also, along with that, uh, they reported a free cash flow of $377.9 million. Solid stuff across the board when it comes to these numbers in Zoom earnings. Now, management was upbeat about the quarter. Why wouldn't you be insane numbers coming out of Zoom? Quote, the fourth quarter marked a strong finish to an unprecedented year for Zoom CEO Eric Wan said. Amazing numbers there. Now, Zoom provided solid guidance as well and expects Q1 2022 revenues to land within a range of 900 to $905 million. As for income from operations, management expects to it to land within a range of $295 million to $300 million on a non-GAAP basis. So solid numbers across the board when it comes to Zoom. I firmly believe that Zoom is going to continue to be used. Um, personally, I'm in college, and whenever I go to a lecture or go to a class, they have Zoom on. For other people who can't be the class to log in, always on in every class. It doesn't matter if everyone's there or not. They have Zoom on, which leads me to believe that it's going to continue to be used. I think most of the business and education world have figured out how useful Zoom can be, even if there's not a pandemic. And I think that Zoom will continue to grow and will allow people to work from anywhere and be a major tool in creating a very nice, useful work from home experience. It'll make I would say the business industry, um, government industry, uh, you know, governments education systems function much smoother because people will have the option um, to be there and not be there at the same time. They'll be there digitally, but not physically, which is going to make things much smoother in the long run. Now, shifting into the balance sheet, the numbers are solid. With the total debt, well, guess what? They don't have any. With the total liabilities of $1.550 billion, total assets of $3.050 billion, a cash of short-term investments of $1.87 billion. 
billion dollars. So solid numbers there across the board. Now, when it comes to valuation, you're probably saying, oh, well, the valuation on Zoom is insane. It's through the roof. Well, you're correct. The price to earnings at its current price point is 238.92. Its forward price to earnings is 115.99. Its price to sales is 49.82. Its price to book is 65.10. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you have to take a look at it. Also, the price to cash flow, uh, 130-ish, right, times roughly. So, you know, you take a look at the valuation overall. You compare it to competitors and say, okay, who else is out there providing quick, easy, um, and mostly free uh, Zoom, fast, quick video communication. Um, Not many companies are doing it. And, you know, yeah, Microsoft is a major player, but Zoom is making major deals with major players, and that is definitely something to pay attention to. Now, management has also been quite effective, and this is one of the things that impressed me. A return on equity of 37.44%, a return on assets of 20.15%, a return on invested capital of 34.07%. Solid stuff there. Now, given the numbers, the analysts are bullish with a mean price target of per share. Now that represents a strong 43.30% gain. It is also important to note that the high price target is $610 per share, representing a 78.59% gain, while the low price target is drained at $75 per share, representing roughly a 10% upside. Now, the big money is quite involved as well, with 53.73% of Zoom being owned by institutions. Top holders include the Vanguard Group, Morgan Stanley Investment Management, and BlackRock Institutional Trust. Now, as for the technicals, as I said, it's been trending down off of highs. I mean, insane stuff here. Zoom has been trending down literally since about the end of October. So definitely a lot of moves to the downside here when it comes to Zoom. It will be interesting to see what happens with it um, in the future here. Now, uh, overall, what do I think about Zoom? Uh, You're probably asking, is it a buy? Is it a sell? Well, personally, I think long-term, it's a buy. Short-term, you're going, you know, you're pretty much rolling the dice on whether the market continues to move higher or lower. Lower. At the end of the day, Zoom has been following a lot of the overheated tech stocks that have been moving to the downside over the last few uh, weeks here. Um, And it definitely, the selling accelerated when pretty much the whole entire NASDAQ tech really just took a dump off of highs. But Zoom wasn't at highs. It was simply accelerated selling then for Zoom when the market went against it, went with it instead of against it. So what do I think? Well, Zoom is a solid company. Zoom Video Communications is a strong company with plenty of industry to grow into, consistently growing revenues, consistently growing EPS, and a, a solid management team that has definitely proved itself. Um, I think it will be difficult to grow as fast as they have been. I think their growth rate growth rate could decline simply because we're in a pandemic. People needed the solution. And now, um, you know, it's going to be more like any other solution. They're going to have to advertise. They're going to have to pitch to customers. It's not going to be seen as a need. Instead, it's going to be seen as as a very useful tool. Um, so I definitely do think their growth rate might decline some, but I think overall Zoom continues to grow at a very quick rate. I think they'll see plenty of demand throughout 2021 and 2022. Um, and I am long, uh, you know, I personally would go long Zoom. I am not long uh, Zoom within my actual portfolios, but if I had the cash and I uh, thought the position itself fit well within my portfolios, um, then definitely 
I would pick some up here and go long if I was a believer in Zoom, and I am. I think Zoom is an excellent pickup long-term. Now, taking a look at the market as a whole, going through the watch list, taking a look at some opportunities, I'm going to take a look at the one-week performance. So we saw a big up day today, a lot of green action. We saw a lot of names go through the roof, but that does not mean that does not mean that um, you know stuff isn't still on sale and the market could continue to sell off um, on Monday. So if we take a look at the market, I see Square, it's down 3.83% on the week. Um, if we take a look at it, it's currently at 216 bucks a share. I think it's a buy. I think Zoom is a buy under 220. If it drops below 200, thank the Lord, buy some. Um, PayPal, same thing. I take a look at PayPal down 5.86%. It's currently at 239, way off its highs. I think that can also be a pickup. If that stock drops between, I would say, um, if that stock drops under 230, get serious about it. If it drops below 220, uh, take a hard look at it. Um, and then if it continues to fall, buy it up. Now, as for the banks, not that bad this week, mostly flat. Um, we can see a JP Morgan down 0.41%, a Wells Fargo down a percent, a Citibank up 3.56%. Overall, um, right now, I don't see a ton of buying opportunities in the bank's health opportunities people taking a look J&J down 5.95% on the week I see a lot Bristol Myers down nearly another 5% on the week back to 60 bucks a share excellent dividends out of the healthcare space definitely some names to take, take a look at my favorite healthcare names right now J&J Bristol Myers and V. my second runners up would probably be Merck Lilly um, and that's about it uh, now as for the streaming space we got to take a look at the streaming space of course Netflix down 6.48% all the way back down to 516 bucks a share if that drops below 500 say next week buy some I think it's an excellent company Disney, $589.99. This stock has been holding up excellently throughout this advanced selling, this insane selling. Still at $589.99. Seems like it's not moving at all. And this is where diversification comes in handy, people. So if you take a look, um, I would say in my portfolio, I would say I'm roughly 50% tech, roughly 50% reopening industrials. Um, and, you know, that's worked out really well for me because what it has allowed me to do is play the Boeings, the Honeywells, the Disneys, of the world, the names that are going to benefit from a reopening. Um, and then I have a little finance mixed in there with Wells Fargo. And then I have my tech stuff. I have my Apple. I have my AMD. I have my Marvel Technologies. I have those names that are going to do well as tech continues to grow. Now, taking a look at e-commerce names on the week, I see an Amazon down 2.6%. In fact, I believe, yeah, that name at 3,000 even, if it continues to go below 3,000, heck, it was a buy at 29.50 or whatever it was at just yesterday. But if it continues to stay under 3000 buy Amazon like nothing else. I think Amazon is definitely a buy. Taking a look at Boeing, um, not Boeing, Baba, uh, Alibaba Group, down 4% on the week. Solid name, definitely a comeback play, but a solid name. Tesla, down 8.91% on the week, back under 600 bucks a share. If this stock drops to 550 I'd go, you know, I would say, okay, definitely buy this. Currently at 600, I think it could have a little more downside, but it's definitely one to keep your eye on. You know, if you really like Tesla, you could start entering a position now and scale in slowly. Uh, Walmart is one of those names. It's at 129 right now. Buy it. Um, I have no idea why this name is down. It has a solid dividend, strong company. Um, they just announced amazing numbers and that they were investing back into the company to make the company even stronger, people. Reinvestment is not a bad thing by a company. It is a good thing. It means management is looking to the future, building out a better company, and is expecting more growth. I love it. I like the fact that Walmart is not only turning their excellent numbers, their excellent performance, their excellent growth that they have already 
into reinvestment. I love it. I love the fact that they are reinvesting in the company and making it even stronger. Costco is another name. I have no idea why people are selling this name as badly as they are. They have a solid dividend as well. They're down 4.4, I mean, down 5% nearly on the week. Currently at 317 bucks a share. Buy it right now. Costco is a buy, in my opinion, right here at 317. Now, semiconductors um, and software, hardest hit. Uh, throughout the past few weeks here, uh, t- you know, take a take a look at the semiconductors. Taiwan Semiconductor, one hundred twenty bucks a share, down eight point two six percent on the year. What a steal right there! Nvidia currently below five hundred people after a huge run all the way up to nearly six hundred. Hmm, I think you might want to take a look. Maybe start nibbling on it if you need a solid semi. Um, AMD is another one down five point six seven percent, currently under eighty. I think it's a buy. Qualcomm. 129 down another 5.7 percent i believe on a one month that makes that stock way over yeah down 22.4 percent qualcomm come on excellent company buy it taiwan semi is also down 10 percent on the month excellent name buy it um so you know taking a look at the overall one week here a lot of red a lot of names selling off hard that are excellent names um you know you take a look all over, and I see excellent names selling off. Apple also selling off. It's all the way back down to 120. If that name drops below 120, please consider buying it. Apple is an excellent company. Adobe down 4.38%. Another solid one to take a look at. I mean, so many solid names right now are starting to go on a discount. And, you know, really, we owe the market overshot to the upside. Obviously, it went way too far to the upside, way too quick. And now it's doing just the opposite. Guess what it's doing? Now it's overshooting to the downside. And as it overshoots to the downside, you want to be picking up these solid names that are going to continue to grow year over year at huge rates. So that is definitely something to take a look at. Now, some more speculative names. Um, One of them I just want to bring your attention to is Unity Software. I haven't done much looking into the name personally, but I will be. Um, And you know, that name is currently at 9382. It's way off its highs. It's down huge on the one month. Definitely one to take a look at. Two other solid software names, Salesforce. Salesforce, Shopify, Salesforce right now is down 11% on the week. It's currently at 210. Buy it. Service now is currently at what? Down 7.22%, under 500 once again. 486 could be a solid buy here. Shopify, all the way back down under 1200 bucks a share. Check that name out as well. Currently sitting at 1131 bucks a share. But that is it for the show. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back Monday with even more content, more breakdowns, more headlines, and I am excited to get into it. So I will see you then. Eat, sleep, profit, trade on, and see you Monday. 